to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, I have a super special guest. She's going to be a regular on the podcast coming up. We're going to talk to her every few months, and this is her debut episode. Drumroll! She is the marketing director and event producer at Oasis Aqua Lounge. What? Queer femme, super amazing lady, Fatima Meshtab. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Great. For people that don't know what Oasis Aqua Lounge is... What's the tagline? So the tagline I like to use on any trade shows or anybody anybody that I'm talking to is I like to say it is a water-themed, clothing-optional adult playground that's open seven days a week from 11 a.m. until 3 a.m. To sum that up, sex club. Yes, (laughs) a.k.a. sex club. A.k.a. sex club. (laughs) But it it does have a great pool. It's got, we're going to talk about the amenities big big time uh, on this on this podcast, but the aqua part of the name, Aqua Lounge. Yes. There's a pool, there's a sauna, there's hot tubs. It's a lot of water-themed stuff. Yes, yes. Clothing optional. We like to keep it wet at Oasis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants it dry, really. No. <laughs> Except for the sauna, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That dry heat. Even that, then, I don't like saunas. I don't like the dry heat. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the aqua is for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then clothing optional. Mm-hmm. So you can wear clothes. You cannot wear clothes. You can wear scantily clad situational outfits. Mm-hmm. You can wear costumes. Costumes. You can put it on and take it off. Fetish wear. Fetish, yes. Anything, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what was the other thing? Adult playground. Yes. Yeah. Well, the reason I started saying adult playground is when I would talk to people at trade shows and I would describe Oasis as a sex club, mm-hmm. people would automatically go to swingers club. Oh, it's ah. a swingers club. And the thing about Oasis is that, yes, swingers visit Oasis Aqua Lounge. I mean, swingers were one of the main demographics that we had when it was first open. Mm-hmm. But Oasis isn't just for swingers. It's for any consenting adult, couple, relationship, whatever form that takes, uh, for people to explore their sexuality, explore their fantasies, you know, create some intimate time, some social time with like-minded individuals. So Adult Playground sort of sums it up. Plus there's, you know, we'll talk about the slew of events. Yep. So there's so much going on there that like Sex Club is... is 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 uh, doesn't doesn't it. fully represent what yeah. it is though right? yeah yeah yes. I mean I mean yeah it's just so many things so adult playgrounds seem to kind of um people would sort of get that right away especially if they hadn't had, didn't understand what Oasis was you know you just imagine a bunch of adults doing adult things but it's very playful and fun and like yeah sex club kind of I feel like people might be intimidated if you just say sex club mm-hmm. they were like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the word sex yeah. and blushing. They were, they were, like the partners look at each other. Oh, oh, well, what? Do you, oh no! But then, but then their ears will perk up, right? And they're just like, oh, well. Tell me more. Exactly. More? <laughs> so, funnily enough, Fatima, 
I um, took the subway today on my way back home with a friend of mine who, um, I'm not going to say her name due to her own privacy, uh, uh, but she wants to go to Oasis. She's into it. She's so curious, but she's like, I'm scared, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. But like, tell me more about it. And like, she wants to do it and she's just super nervous. Mm -hmm. So I thought... I got the idea on the subway today to get a bunch of questions from my buddy who is curious, never been, uh, and just wants a bunch of beginner questions. For sure. Essentially. Uh, Because I thought, I think a lot of people might be uh, intimidated to Mm -hmm. go there or, or, um, you know, for the couples, it's a pretty penny to go mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you're, you know what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you're going to be comfortable and make sure you're going to like it yes. and enjoy it, uh, you know, before you drop the coin. Fair enough. <laughs> right? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, just people making uh, good money decisions. Good for you guys. <laughs> hang on, hang on to that cashola. Um, so, so do you want you want to answer these questions? Yeah, bring on the questions. <laughs> Yay. I, love, I love questions from newbies or people that are curious because, um, I mean, you know, we 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 love our message. We we love what we offer to people, and like the more that we can tell people about that and ease their minds and just kind of like, you know, sort of not I don't know the word destroy, but destroy any kind of notions that they might have about what a sex club is like. I love the yes. opportunity to do that. Yeah, perfect. This is the opportunity. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> First of all, and this is one I've gotten from multiple people that, like, I, I've gone a bunch of times and I, I usually bring a couple friends with me mm-hmm. and kind of give them the unofficial just tour and rundown cool. of the That's place. Yeah. Uh, and I bring people and we're just there to have a couple drinks and check it out and swim and whatever. Yeah. The first question I always get is, what the hell do I wear? Ah, yes. That is one of the most popular questions. Yes. We actually wrote a pretty lengthy, well, I wrote a pretty lengthy blog about it many years ago. Yeah. But it is a very um, popular question because Oasis Aqua Lounge is clothing optional. Yeah. So people, like, they can't, it's hard to wrap your head around a place where you can wear anything or absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, it's hard to, like, conceive It's like, that. okay, well, that's so much. Like, there's, that's literally... A different world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. like, where in the world can you wear nothing or everything? Or all the things. You know? Um, but really, uh, like... Um, what do I, most people wear? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, really, like, you can wear anything or nothing. You can change your outfits. You can bring costumes. You can wear lingerie. You can dress in theme. But really, what people usually wear at Oasis is... Uh, usually nude with a towel around their torso. Yeah. Um, people really like the water facilities. Um, and because, you know, some people are in and out of the pool or in and out of the hot tub, um, it's just easy to grab a towel, put it around them, and then they're kind of like set. You know what I mean? They yeah. feel comfortable. They're like wearing the towel and, and they're happy with that. Yeah. Um, so we see, like I see a lot, a lot more of that. Yeah, um, so I agree. When I go there, mostly it's people in towels. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit more casual as far as dress goes compared to like other clubs that are similar like to, to them. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, because I think like a part of the reason why is because of this, the pool and the hot tub and the, and the sauna. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are taking off their clothes, like, yes, to have sex, but also to use the pool and, and because you can be nude there. So, you know, you just maybe don't feel like putting on that like pretty complicated lingerie outfit after you just spent two hours in the pool, yep. you know, and that's you're now sex in half an hour, so you just throw on a towel. Yeah. So that's a pretty common look at Oasis. What about on their feet? Mm-hmm. Guys ask this to me. Mm-hmm. They're like, what shoes go with 
a towel. Even if I'm like, most people just wrap a towel around them so, themselves. Yeah. They're like, okay, what am I wearing? Shoes? <laughs> what, right. is, what is this situation? I mean, I mean, again, like you can kind of wear whatever you want on your feet, but I would say that in um, like a pair of thongs or sandals um, mm-hmm. would probably, flip-flops would yeah. probably be the best things to wear on your feet. Again, because of the water facilities, um, on the main floor there is a hot tub and there's a dry sauna and that's where some of the washrooms are. So it's kind of a little bit more comfortable to walk around in flip-flops, especially mm-hmm. on the pool deck. I mean, but I've seen people in like, you know, whatever footwear they want to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, the only rule that we have about footwear is that you can't wear it on the play furniture. So if yes. you're wearing, you know, high heels or platforms or, or, or really anything, we just ask that you take your shoes off when you use the understandable like when you go to anybody's house or go out anywhere don't put your don't put your shoes up on the fucking yeah coffee table as hot as it looks yeah we just can't (laughs) or the ttc seat like get your fucking feet off of there yeah exactly please don't exactly um okay this lends to um this kind of lends what we were talking about what do i need to bring do i need to bring anything well, you don't need to bring anything except, you know, wallet ID, valid photo ID. Um, if you want to run a tab at the bar, uh, we do require a piece of photo ID and a credit card. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring sex toys. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. You can bring your own toys. Mm-hmm. You can bring swimwear if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might not know this, but we just launched a uh, Oasis bikini line. <gasps> yeah, OasisAquashop.com is oh our God. is our new website. So we have um, some some swimmer that can be purchased if mm-hmm. you choose to do that, and some other outfits too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring oh, if you go outside for the daytime, you can bring a little lunch with you. You can bring in outside food. Okay. Um, you cannot bring outside drinks. Yes. Uh, including water. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do, yep. we do okay. have tap water available, obviously complimentary, and then there is bottled water you can purchase. I love that, actually. There's a straight-up tap that yep. you can use yourself yes. and refill. As much. You don't have to ask the bartender and feel bad about asking for water all the time. Exactly. There's a straight-up tap there that yeah. you can just keep on refilling. Yeah, and that was part of the thing that we talked about when we sort of review our practices and things like that. Like, it's just easier for people to help themselves to water, especially when it's really busy and it's really hot. It's just more convenient for everybody. And especially if you've been in a hot tub or mm-hmm. in a the pool is heated too yes the pool's so heated year round you need to stay hydrated yes. so that's just also and especially if you're safety. working awesome sweat you know what i'm saying right oh. hydrate oh <laughs> aqua lounge keep it wet um another thing uh people are asking so so the towels we're saying most people wear towels right. you, you provide all the towels that's correct don't yes. have to bring any towels so you don't have to bring any towels um you don't even have to bring sunscreen we have some sunscreen available uh currently right now in, in on season outside by the pool deck um, so yes, we provide towels, we provide a locker, we provide a lock, and that's all included in your mission. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else as far as event-wise, features, things like that, any workshops, uh, there's no extra fee for anything like that. So really, it's just bring you and your imagination, and then the basics, obviously, like ID and things like that. Mm-hmm. What about uh, sex stuff, like barriers and mm, lubricants safer sex and, items yes. yes what about stuff like so that so we do provide those at the club as well mm-hmm. um we try to stock a nice variety of like different size condoms female condoms um like latex free mm-hmm. although it like it's a little challenging sometimes to find those things and sometimes they're pretty costly uh we don't currently have any dental dams those are also really expensive and hard to find we, we don't like People that carry them don't necessarily give them out in the same way that they would give out condoms. Condoms, yeah. But we do have, like, your basic condoms and lube available in all of the playrooms. 
Perfect. Um, pretty much any floor that you're on, you can find safer sex items. We, we think that's a very important thing to include. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I feel like even just like purchasing dental dams for your own use, like just use some saran wrap. Like just use, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you can get creative with dental dam stuff. Yeah, just like <laughs> cut cut down the length of a condom yeah. so yeah. that it, it lays out in a rectangle. Yes. Like, you know, you don't need to buy a dental dam, really. Yeah, no, you don't. And, and you I don't. feel like retailers know that because yeah. a lot of retailers don't even carry them it's yeah. like just go use anything in your house <laughs> i mean we have had we have had some requests like a, like a like a scarce amount of requests but mm-hmm. like yeah that's basically the reason like there's so many things that can like double as a dental dam that would still be safe and like safe for your body as well for sure yeah okay um gloves <laughs> You provide gloves. We have gloves. Yes. Too. Yeah. Oh, amazing for hand sex. Mm-hmm. Hand sex people. Yes, manual dexterity. Yes, I'm gonna have. Um, uh, do you do you know? I know you do know. <laughs> Idle hands. Idle hands. Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> We're gonna have him amazing. on the podcast at some point very soon. Love Idle hands. We're talking about hand sex and more importantly, fisting. Oh yes. We're gonna talk fisting. I'm gonna everybody. have to listen in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Are people just having sex everywhere? Um, in theory, people can have sex anywhere except for the hot tub. Mm-hmm. Um, do people have sex everywhere? It sort of depends on the night, to be honest. Like, typically, most people don't have sex on the main floors. So when you first walk I in, agree. Yeah. you're going to see the bar, you're going to see the DJ booth, you're going to see people in towels, chit-chatting, socializing. I agree. I've never seen anyone having sex in that main room when you first walk in. Yeah. So normally that doesn't happen. Although, it like can. a couple of Fridays ago I was in and like people were having sex on the couch. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, that is something, I guess, to prepare yourself to... Experience. It's a possibility. But um, but most people sort of take it upstairs to the playrooms, A, because there's air conditioning. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying because it's getting hot outside. Good point. And it's more comfortable. The, the furniture is beautiful. It's leather furniture, mm-hmm. um, pleather furniture, sorry. Yeah. And um, and it's it's really nice and big and spacious. And it's just kind of easier to have just sex there. more but, comfortable. And, yeah. And I feel like just in general... Um, more sex happens the further up you go, mm-hmm. up the stairs, up the floors, kind yes. of. The real just hardcore people having sex, orgy type sex is like happening yeah. pretty high up. Yes. And it kind of escalates as you go up the yeah. stairs. Is that a... Yeah, I would say that's a Just very, in general, I kind of get that feeling yes, usually. Yes, that's, that's really how it goes. Um, again, too, because the main floor doesn't really have a lot of like places for people to grab onto stuff or any surfaces to lie on. We do have like, I think we have one couch, um, but I mean, again, like it's, it's, it's not, not that necessarily big. that easy to have sex in that area. Um, but I mean, yeah, conceivably anybody could have sex anywhere. We try to discourage people having sex on the staircases that for makes, obvious reasons. Makes sense. Safety. Um, can't Safety say I haven't first. done that, but just <laughs> years ago, maybe. Um, <laughs> just crowded. It's um, crowded. The only place I could go. Um, sex in the bathrooms because they are single stall washrooms. And I mean, when it gets really busy, obviously people need to use a washroom. You just don't want that, right. you know, blocked. Um, and the hot tub and things like that. So yeah, but yeah. but everyone can have sex everywhere. But usually it's like on this 
if you're not totally ready to just see a full-out gangbang, right. maybe you could stay on the first floor. Yeah. It'd be okay, like probably. Easing, e- easing into it, too, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. right when you open the door, you're not going to just see orgy. Yeah. You, most likely. No, you're no, not you're not. See. And yeah. I mean, I think that's what, like, people have this idea when you think sex club. They're mm-hmm. just like, oh my god, I'm going to walk in, it's going to be like this full swing orgy, you mm-hmm. know? And that's not really how it is. And also, I should mention that there's sort of like an, an, there's a, there's an unspoken etiquette and then there's an actual etiquette. And, like, that etiquette is just kind of like... People socialize, they chat, they meet each other, they have a conversation, they discuss consent, they discuss boundaries. So you don't just walk into this like full swing orgy where people are just bringing you in. Like it's not like that. You know, it's a very open, social... It's a lot more relaxed than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot more relaxed um, and just a very friendly, sex positive, safe environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which lends it to my next question. Uh, am I allowed just to, can I just watch and hang out? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, some people are voyeurs. Yeah. That's the thing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I I actually found that I'm, I'm more of a voyeur than I, than I thought I was. I thought I was more of an exhibitionist and just my time at Oasis. I mean, I've been able to see so many cool things and it's such a turn on just to even watch things happen. Yeah. And absolutely. Um, you can watch, you can hang out, you can, um, one thing that I like to, uh, encourage, um, partners that are going for the first time is to like, maybe have a conversation before you go to see, you know, to sort of gauge like how you want to play or how you want to take in the atmosphere. So some couples decide, you know what, we're just going to go and we're just going to watch other people first. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the second time we go, maybe we'll play. I mean, you can break your own rules anytime you want. Um, but yeah, I find, you know, new people when they come in, yeah, they, they're just like, they just, they want to see what's going on and that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. As long as, you know, there's a respectful, like, like you're just recognizing the activity as uh, just keeping a respectful distance and not interrupting people while they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like asking people if they, if you can watch while they're playing is disruptive so we don't encourage people to just say, hey, do you mind if I watch? Yeah, but poke, poke, poke. Yeah, yeah but there's... A, Excuse there's, me, sir. You know, but there's like... um, I mean, it can vary. I like to use the five-foot rule so you can watch something five feet away mm-hmm. so that you can see what's going on, but you're not interrupting the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like there is... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's a general bedrock of consent for voyeurism. Yeah. If you're having sex in a public space. Yes, absolutely. That's another that, thing. That's a general thing to yes expect yes. That, that they're consenting to being watched yeah if they're having sex in a public space such well, yeah. as oasis yeah and that's why like a lot of our play rule i mean all like the space is very open concept but there is one private room at the very very top yes um so for people that don't want to be watched mm-hmm. um and there's a lock on it there's a lock on it yeah um but in general yeah people go to a sex club i think to to you know to see, watch to and to, see and, to, and be seen yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know it adds a little spice to your relationship it's oh yeah different um and you know yeah exactly so watching is cool i i sort of stress the five foot rule more so for on nights where that welcome single men yes right sometimes that can be um sometimes we, we just have to put a little bit more boundaries on on that type of situation mm-hmm. but in general like nights that are uh, specific for women and couples there's a little bit more like as you said a little bit more um sort of a blanket of like general consent yeah a bedrock yeah bedrock yeah <laughs> post bedrock this is um this kind of nice segue into this next question how do you kind of gauge creepy quote-unquote creepy behavior and how do you deal with those types of situations so anything that is, that's creepy behavior is anything that makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. so i mean it could be a myriad of things um 
we have a few very hard and fast rules. One of them is absolutely no touching without consent. Mm -hmm. So anything that, like, I think in regular society or like outside of a sex club, you know, tapping, like sort of putting your arm around somebody or, you know, touching, touching them in, in, in what people would think is a non-sexual way is just not allowed at, at Oasis. And like, I don't know if it should be allowed in regular society either, but like, yeah, it's oh. fun. Yeah. That's, that's a funny thing. Like in the kink community, mm -hmm. um, people will always, it's all, all about consent, right? Yeah. So people will say, can I hug you? Yes. Yes. Can I, can I put my hand on your back? Can yes. I, like just in normal life. Yeah. But y most of people are not going to ask, can I hug you? I know. They're I not going to ask if they can like playfully touch your arm. Yeah. But kink people always will ask, can I touch your arm? Well, and it's can funny I? because there's a, there's a bit of a disconnect between like, for example, like the swingers community and the kink community because mm -hmm. they sort of operate with different rules. Not to say that the swingers community is like doing things unconsensually, but there's like, there's like just the etiquette is different. Yes. And I am somebody who just like automatically goes to hug people. <laughs> like I'm just a hugger. Yeah. And so I've kind of conditioned myself after some time at Oasis to ask for permission. So under sort of what's considered creepy behavior, anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, um, whether it's comments, um, we, just, we don't allow any, you know, transphobic, homophobic, racist comments, anything like that, any type of like hate language. We don't allow any, um, yeah, touching without consent, any grabbing, um, you know, general things like name calling, stuff like that. Just like, you know, don't be a dick rules, I guess, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just don't be an asshole. And if you do feel uncomfortable, we mm -hmm. definitely, uh, urge you to speak to a staff member immediately. Mm -hmm. If you can, a manager, if mm -hmm. you speak to a staff member, that message will get passed to the manager on duty. Sometimes people feel a little shy to talk about something that made them feel uncomfortable if sure. it was a guest, but we really encourage people to voice that right away because then we can address the problem right away. Mm -hmm. It is harder for us to address issues once like the night has passed and we get an email a week later. So we really want people to feel comfortable to talk to the staff because we're very receptive to anything that we can do to make that experience more comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people may visit the club and they might... Uh, be in a situation that makes them feel uncomfortable, not necessarily from an outside person, but maybe their partner is doing something that all of a sudden makes them feel uncomfortable or right. maybe they just get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So one of the tips that I give to new people is to have like a safe word between the two of you or three of you or whatever, mm -hmm. um, to sort of like, to sort of indicate like, okay, like I need to change something in this situation. Maybe I need to leave. Maybe we need to stop what's happening here. Um, to sort of give you a bit of a safety net. and That's and, a great idea. Yeah, so I try to, so that's a piece of advice that I give to people that are new. And it's great also just to have not only just the safe word conversation, but just to have the conversation that, hey, if, if neither, none of you have been there before, hey, like, just to recognize that I might feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, you might feel uncomfortable being there, whether it be, yeah, something your partner is doing, something you're watching, some person being kind of creepy to you, or just you and your own skin yeah. may feel like yeah. uncomfortable. Just, yeah. you know, being nude or partially closed and yeah. you just may feel self-conscious about yourself or your body, yeah. stuff like that. So it's just a good thing to maybe talk about beforehand yeah I think it's definitely a good conversation to have beforehand and yeah. I mean like you know um again like you may never need to use those those words mm -hmm. um but I find it sort of gives you like just like a bit of like footing you know what I mean like I any, yeah. any kind of like new situation I've ever gotten into like with my partner or anything like that um we always sort of have that conversation um and what if this yeah. happens what yeah. if that happens yeah yeah, yeah. And it's sort of, I guess it helps ease the mind. But anything like as far as like any type, uh, anything that happens in the club, 
please talk to a staff member immediately. Yeah, great. Um, oh, how, uh, what about hygiene? Mm. My friend asked this. She's like, okay, so there are like pleather couches around. I kind of mm. explained that to her. She's like, okay, what, like, so a couple's playing on there mm. and then they leave and what about hygiene? Okay, so that's a great question. Yeah. Um, so a couple different things happening with that. So we have a, a, a large number of staff that work at Oasis, and mm -hmm. we have different sort of um, positions. Like, for example, we have a floater clean. Mm -hmm. And so they what they do is that they literally float around all around the club and pick up towels, wipe things down, pick up, you know, whatever they need, mm -hmm. use condoms, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so things are always being wiped down, surfaces are being tidied. Um, I, I also said... I, I'm not sure if this actually is a hard and fast rule at Oasis, but for me, I'm always like, think of it as if you're going to the gym. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to wipe down the equipment yes. after you're finished using yes. it. Yes, and that, that was another point I was going to bring up. Um, so on uh, the, the floors to the playrooms, we have wipes available for people to wipe off their surfaces too. Mm -hmm. So we do. We definitely encourage people to, to clean up after themselves. Yep. But um, everybody's not that polite exactly. or that responsible Exactly. Or and sometimes, sometimes it's just really busy, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, yeah, there's just stuff happening everywhere, um, but like rest yeah. assured that there's, but you know, rest assured that there's a, there's a staff member or a few of them at least like sort of like busying around the club while the club is open. Yeah. And then of course, like at the end of the night, there's a big clean. In yeah. the morning, there's a big clean. Um, sometimes when the club's not even open in the middle of like five in the morning, there's somebody there too. So it's always kind of like, it's, it's, it's a well-oiled machine yep. and things are always being wiped down and clean. And the great thing about our play beds is that again, they're pleather. Mm -hmm. So we don't use bed sheets. We don't use pillowcases or don't fabrics that like absorb, you know, liquids or yep. whatever. Sweat. Yeah. All, anything. all the above. All the bodily fluids. Yep. Um, we always supply clean towels, yep. you know, we're always doing laundry. So that's always like, that's always happening throughout when we're open mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, yeah, that's great. That is the end of our question portion, everyone. We're going to take a super quick break. Uh, we have a little commercial that we like to run from the folks at Come As You Are. Love those They're folks great. at Come As You Are. They're so great. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Fatima. tell you about Come As You Are. Come As You Are is the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop and they have a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. This means that Come As You Are is able to ensure that their shop reflects diverse genders, orientations, sexualities, and life experiences rather than just one person's idea of what sex and sexuality products should be about. Come As You Are is never put in a position where they have to bend their professional or personal ethics to please the man. And they are offering a fantastic discount to Bedpost listeners. That's 15% off at www.comeasyouare.com with coupon code BEDPOST. All you gotta do is type in B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive this generous discount. I truly hope everyone listening goes to the website and sees what these folks are really all about. And I truly hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. We're here with Fatima Meshtab. Hello. How's it going? What, what, what? I'm still good. Good. Even, I'm, you know what? I'm even better. Is it because it's getting closer to Friday night? 
that's why I feel better. Do you live for the weekend? Do you? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I work all week, and I, 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 like, I like the weekend. The weekend's exciting. Plus, it's Pride Month. Oh, my God. Speaking of Pride <laughs> Month, oh, my God. Do you celebrate Pride, like, you personally? Do oh you get God, you super excited? <laughs> are you kidding me? I've been celebrating Pride since I lived in Ottawa. So I've been in Toronto for 17 years, and I, so we're talking 20 years I've been going to Pride and celebrating yeah. in Pride. Um, but Toronto is definitely super spectacular. Yeah. So. Has a super spectacular Pride, uh, and so does Oasis. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay, tell me about, do you want to talk about your very special event? Yeah, that would uh, be great. First, let's talk about that. Sure, sure. It is called? Sapphic Aquatica. Woohoo, Sapphic. Yeah, so Sapphic Aquatica is the very first event that I started doing at Oasis Aqua Lounge, and it is exclusively for women and trans folks, all trans identities. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing Sapphic for close to five years, um, and I'm very excited because I have a couple of great special features. Mm-hmm. Uh, with every Sapphic event, every big Sapphic event, like an anniversary party or pride event, I like to give back um, to an organization, charitable organization within my community. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be collecting pay what you can, don't donations to Rainbow Railroad. Um, Tell me about that. Oh, Rainbow Railroad is such a super organization. Um, They're comprised of uh, volunteers, about 85% of the organization is volunteers, and what they do is they help people living in other parts of the world that are homophobic, transphobic, um, dangerous, violent, um, and get they get people out of bad situations simply because they're LGBTQ. Yeah. So people can be killed, murdered, um, thrown in jail, you know, things can happen to their families simply because they're gay, they're trans, they're queer. Like, that's the reason. Um, the first time I ever heard about Rainbow Railroad was in 2013. I went to a city hall meeting um, to discuss or to hear what was going to be happening for World Pride. That happened in 2014. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was just blown away by what this organization does. Um, they're just so instrumental in providing, like, safer spaces for people that need to escape dangerous, dangerous parts of the world. Mm-hmm. I've also gone to a couple of Rainbow Railroad like fundraising networking events, mm-hmm. and you hear firsthand people that have like used the service. Um, some of them have since become volunteers, and the stories are just like they're just so <laughs> they're so heartbreaking. I would be a mess. Um, I can but, tell you right now, I would be a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 brutal, but like but like I guess the rainbow in the sky part of it is that there's this organization that's like helping you know, people escape. So, you know, there is hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but an organization like this definitely needs funding. I think if I have my facts straight, I think it's about between five to $7,000 to get one person out Wow, to safety. So that's a big chunk. Yeah. So, I mean, that covers things like basic food, basic medical, basic transportation, just like the survival things to get people out of a bad situation, and, mm-hmm. you know, and get them, get them somewhere up. safe. Yeah. So, uh, so it'll be to pay what you can donations to rainbow railroad, um, Amazing. Yeah. So, so I'm really, really excited to do that. Um, I've done past uh, fundraisers as well for other organizations too. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the one for the 18th. Yes, this is one for the 18th. Great. Um, and I have some great performances. I've got some uh, drag kings. I've got Pretty Ricky and Spencer Money. So mm-hmm. they actually produce. Um, they have a drag king production. So they do shows at Buddies and Bad Times all the time. Mm-hmm. And their shows are so hot. Yes. Totally swoon-worthy stuff. <laughs> um, so I'm so excited to bring them to the stage at Oasis. Mm-hmm. I also have, for the very, the I have a spoken word performer. Um, they are going to be performing live for like the first time ever. 
Wow. And I believe that this performer has also used Rainbow Railroad in their situation. Like, we're, yeah. we're good friends, and we've talked about, like, that organization, and they, they think that, it like, Rainbow Railroad was instrumental in getting them from Jamaica to 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 Canada, mm-hmm. Toronto. Mm-hmm. So so that's a really awesome kind of pairing. Do you know what the theme they're speaking on or the topics they're covering? Um, I'm just kind of letting them do their thing. Awesome. And like, um, mm-hmm. they actually did a did a rehearsal at Oasis like a, about a week ago just to sort of get the feel of the stage. So mm-hmm. it's going to be this really cool spoken word piece. But they're also working on some music too. So there might be like a track that they might speak over. Um, cool. But yeah, I'm really excited to ha- bring them to the stage for the very first time. And I really want them to encourage to like express themselves and like, Sapphic Aquatica is very like supportive and queer and and safe and it's kind of the perfect environment for somebody who's just starting out to perform mm-hmm. because the audience is just so receptive. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. It's a safe room. Yeah, very safe room and, and a warm the, room. The energy is at Sapphic is just so like warm and like awesome. Do you think it's different from other events and other nights at Oasis? It is different. Different vibe. It is different. It is different. Um, not not necessarily like better, but mm-hmm. just like. Like, the one thing about Sapphic is that it doesn't welcome cis men. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that cis men, like, ruin the vibe or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just that it's, I don't know, it's, it's just very comfortable. Like, it just feels very safe and very comfortable mm-hmm. and very accepting and very warm. And it's also kind of a place where people don't need to, like, continuously explain themselves. Yes. Like, sometimes when you have a mixed group of people with different identities, one identity being maybe the dominant one, there, te- there tends to be a little bit of a conversation like, well, well, I don't understand why you do that. And I don't, you know, and it, I don't know, like, like, I feel like you don't Sapphic, have to understand it. Yeah. <laughs> like with Sapphic, like there just isn't like people just sort of have this, like, I, I, I guess just sort of like unspoken understanding about mm-hmm. things like identity and respect mm-hmm. and like pronouns mm-hmm. and, you know, um, different ways you can have sex. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. Yeah, it's just, it's an environment that's just very, very safe mm-hmm. and lovely. Can I ask you how you, why you wanted to create that type of an, an event? <laughs> what was the inspiration behind you creating Sapphic Aquatica? So, so just to be clear, like I didn't like create the title. Mm-hmm. Um, Oasis Aqualand back in 2012, I'd approached them because I wanted to, to do some events for them. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, you know, we have this, at, at the time they called it like a woman's only event. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we, we, we want to have this woman's only event. Um, we don't really know where to start. They had a title and that was it. Like it was just kind of like, it, it wasn't really anything at that point. And they point. just handed it over to you yeah. and they're like, here you go. Yeah. So there wasn't <laughs> any sort of like, there wasn't anything, like I wasn't building on anything. I was starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like myself, I'm queer, identify as gay, queer interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pretty interesting background as far as like lived experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was never really free to fully express who I was in my situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I became a part of Oasis Aqua Lounge, it was really like the first time that I ever felt like safe to freely talk about my own experiences and mm-hmm. also to then provide an environment in which not only I felt safe in, mm-hmm. but other people as well, other queer women. Mm-hmm. So interestingly with Sapphic, Sapphic is now inclusive of all trans identities. Mm-hmm. And so when Sapphic started, like when we say woman only, like that always included trans women in my mind. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't even a question. But then as always Did people hear bio women? Like No, I think like with Sapphic, I, I from the beginning was always like woman identified, mm-hmm. trans women. That was always a part of how I began the event Mm -hmm. but then like as Oasis became more inclusive and more known within the queer community you know there's questions about well 
like can trans men come and and what about non-binary people so there was like there's been like an interesting evolution in sapphic Mm -hmm. to the point now where like sapphic aquatica includes all trans identities great because i always wanted sapphic to be trans inclusive i just didn't know how to do that and I, I just didn't know enough about the trans community at that time mm-hmm. so I myself had to do a lot of learning and I had to do a lot of listening mm-hmm. so it was a really big like it's been a big growth for me as well to like listen more to communities and have a better understanding of like tr- like ide- like all trans identities mm-hmm. which I didn't I didn't know when I started out I actually didn't really have a community <laughs> when yeah. I began at, when, I be- when I began at Oasis I mean I, I wasn't a part of any community I had a very different life back then and um, I definitely didn't I didn't identify so openly as as how I do now, mm-hmm. um, so I'm really grateful for the opportunity to like to like be myself, but also like because I want other people to to experience that type of freedom as well. Totally. So that's really what's inspired me to do that. Can I uh, take a hiatus from Sapphic for a second? And just ask you: is is it not true that there are just no lesbian spaces? Physical lesbian spaces anywhere well, anymore? Yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, yeah. Like, where did they all go? So, so there is, like, a there is a good number of, like, I guess, I don't know, girl parties, I guess you could call yeah, them. Yeah, there's events. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. definitely events. There's, there's events. Some, there's some really great people organizing events. But, yeah, as far as, like, lesbian like dedicated spaces. dedicated lesbian spaces? Not really anymore. In Toronto? No. Uh, no. I mean, I, if there was, I'd be at the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would know. You would know. Um, no, but, but it's funny because I've been reading, like, articles from other places in the world, like L.A. and, like, I don't know, mostly stuff in, in the States where, like, it's just sort of, it's kind of disappearing. And I think one theory behind that is that people are becoming a lot more fluid in the way that they identify. Yeah, because there are more queer spaces. Now they're all queer spaces. Yeah, and then I was talking to another friend of mine, uh, Murphy Longley, who is a trans male who did uh, a presentation at at another event that I produced called Swordplay. Mm -hmm. And Murphy was talking about the fact that, like, there's this trend now where, like, formerly gay or lesbian spaces are now becoming more open, Mm -hmm. and it's just more inclusive, and it's not really so much on, like, how you identify, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's not, like, a trans party or, like, you know, like, a, a lesbian party necessarily anymore. Like, they're, they're very, a lot, they're, like, a lot more open, I think. But I feel like there's still so many gay bars. No? Yeah. <laughs> there I is, I feel yeah, like there's yeah. so many spaces around dedicated spaces for gay men. See, I see, I noticed that in the village... Um, Maybe it's just because I live in the village that I'm, yeah. I'm like, gay spaces are everywhere, but it's probably just this street. <laughs> it's like, I notice that in the village a lot, and I think that, like, those spaces have been there forever. I mean, and... women are welcome to go, and straight men are wel- welcome to go, but still... I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, my partner Matt picks up, like, crazy, Amazing. like, people... He's like, if, if you ever just are feeling down on your, like, self-confidence, like, on yourself, he's like, go to a gay bar. Honestly, you'll get hit on so hard just all the time, and you're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I am pretty cute. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I like, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. And I mean, I still feel like it's important to give, like, women women and trans folks a, a safe space. And, like, people are, you know, I've gotten comments like, well, why can't men come to, like, cis men? Why can't cis men visit Sapphic? Right, right. And then I also get, you know, well, is there going to be an event, like, specifically for trans people? And, I mean, as far as that goes, like, I think that would be amazing to see at Oasis. I just don't think that I would be the right person because I'm not trans. Because you're not trans, And yeah. I don't want to, like, misrepresent. Sure. And, like, I, I want to come from a genuine place. Um, but I think it's really important to keep those safe, those spaces, um, particularly at a sex club, because, like, at a dance club, you know, it's different. It's a different vibe. Like, you're not so vulnerable. You're not necessarily nude. You're not necessarily doing things... For the very first time and 
like with Oasis, like because there are those like there's that intimate vulnerable definitely space definitely like it's that much more important to feel safe exactly and, yeah yeah so i mean as far as sapphic goes like i want to keep it the way it is yeah um i don't see it expanding although it would be nice to see like more events at oasis that are like a little bit more open um and there are like there is one um bed bathhouse and beyond yeah um so that's yeah. that's a great like offering for the community and also for people that just kind of like just want to get in the mix with everybody and it's not really about identity but i still think that it's important to honor like to, to honor women and, and trans yeah, folks too. Yeah, yeah totally totally so what about some other queer uh gay uh pride uh events <laughs> happening this month at oasis well i would say that um sapphic is probably the most queer and gay one right. <laughs> because like sapphic i mean sorry oasis is um you know like the majority of oasis is hetero flexible like it's it's pretty head club it's a pretty head yeah. club yeah 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 I, yeah and totally. i mean that's that's what the club caters to so uh mm-hmm. thursday to uh thursday to sunday sunday being 11 a.m to like 7 p.m it's for women and couples only so mm-hmm. when i say women and couples i mean women and male, male female, female couples, couples and female female couples mm-hmm. um so as far as pride events go for that demographic there's a bunch of stuff going on mm-hmm. and i mean you know it can be as queer as the people coming like you know yes. what i mean if you want to do a bunch of stuff that you've never done with somebody before we totally welcome that yeah we don't uh, police any type of sexual behavior as long as it's consensual. Right. And so... Oh, yeah, that was a question that... I don't think I wrote it down, but it was something about are there kind of consent monitors? Are there... What's, like, the security? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we do So we do have, like, monitors. Um, they come in different forms. So we have, like, what's called a monitor. So basically somebody who's just kind of, like, walking from room to room, you know, kind of uh, invisibly, mm-hmm. just making sure that everybody's playing safe and there's no major issues. Mm-hmm. And then on nights that welcome single men, so Wednesday night for sure, Monday night for sure, most Sunday nights except for Sapphic, um, there is what's called like a third floor monitor, third floor host, and that keeps single cis men from going to the playrooms mm-hmm. um, unless they're accompanied by a play partner or play partners. Right. And then, like so I said, like an escort. Yeah, they yeah. have to have somebody. Yeah, we just don't. We just want to avoid gawking things like that. Yeah. Right. Um. But we. But I mean, like Oasis, like because we have such a large staff, like everybody's kind of watching. And to be honest, like it's such a it's such a community space that if something happens. And it's seen by a guest and it's like a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like that guest will probably go to the staff. Yeah. Like people watch out for each other at Oasis. Yeah. For sure. And you have a lot of regulars. Yeah, we do. I see we a do. lot of the yeah. same people there. Yeah. A lot. No, we do. We do. Yeah. And it's, it's really great. And like I said, it really is like a community. So, so, and, and because it's open concept, it's not dark, it's not anonymous, it's not hidden, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's hard to get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Like bad and that and that's good, right? Yeah, it's not lit up like, like a Kmart, but it's not like uh, yeah. What what's that bar? The Red Room, where it's just fucking black. Oh, <laughs> do you know the, the bar red, I'm talking? The, 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 red Room, Red Room. Oh, maybe it's Green Spadina? Room. Yeah, on Spadina. Oh, it's so fucking dark. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely darker than Oasis. Yeah, I've kind of been in that place for years. Yeah, I think I stopped going. Yeah, because you couldn't see, <laughs> you couldn't see anything. I was, I was like, I want to stay here. <laughs> Awesome. I felt unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> no, mo- no monitors at the bar. <laughs> exactly. No consent monitors there. Yeah. Um, so what, el- what else is going yeah, on? Yeah. So, so there's also, so we have all these other amazing events too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, Tell me so about. we have our big uh, sort of uh, pride after party. Mm-hmm. Um, not the official pride after party. <laughs> just our, our after Hashtag party. Hashtag unofficial pride unofficial. party. It's going to be a glow in the dark event. So I'm super excited <gasps> about Fun. this. I've been putting this event together. Um, so 
we're going to have a uh, two glow-in-the-dark body painters, complimentary glow-in-the-dark body oh painters. God, that's fun. I'm going to decorate with a whole bunch of black lights and glow sticks and that's all that so fun, fun stuff. We want to have, or we're going, it it's going to happen, uh, a glow-in-the-dark spectator sex show. So spectator mm. sex is an actual event that happens at Oasis, but it's also a term that we use to describe a live sex show that's entertainment. So it's a volunteer couple or group or whatever mm-hmm. um, that like has sex in front of other people, but like on a stage. And it's usually a pretty lengthy show. Like it's usually about half an hour. Sporty does those yeah, sometimes, Sporty right? Yeah, Sporty Charge does them. Master Tom does them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have some really great performers. So this particular show is going to be glow in the dark and the performers are going to be painted in black light. Oh my God. Which is going to be really cool. We're going to have um, our very popular Sibian rides. Yes, that is very popular. I don't know if your listeners know what a Sibian ride is. Should I tell them? Yes, oh my God. Um, I've yet to ride the Sibian, but I every time there's a Sibian happening in that performance space, I'm sitting down yeah. and getting comfortable <laughs> to spectate. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So spe- so for those who don't know, a Sibian is a high-powered vibrating machine that you straddle um, like a huge vibrator. And then it also comes with penetrative attachments. So you can use them. You can use the attachments anally or vaginally. Uh, every time there's a Sibian ride, there's a trained operator who knows how to clean the machine, knows how to operate it. It's not rocket science, but there is somebody to sort of like make sure the person is having a good experience. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we just want to make sure nothing happens to the Sibian, so we yeah, don't just it, lend it out. It's like the person that's operating the roller coaster. Oh, it's a uh, ride, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and they control it, right? Yeah, they do. They're controlling yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Control, but they control it based on what the person wants, right? For so, sure. There's a conversation, for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. They're just surprised. I'm like, I'm just going to crank it up to 10. Um, so we're going to be having Sibian rides. We're going to be having a performance by a burlesque performer and, a, and, a, and an aqua flirt, which is one of our promotional the name of our promotional team. Mm-hmm. Her name is Ace Allure. So she's going to be doing like a, a very white, it's going to start out innocent and then she's going to strip down and this is going to get like raunchy and glowy and hot. Everyone loves Ace at Seduction. Oh, Can I just a- say, everyone loves Amazing. Ace. Amazing. Ace is Ace. Ace is Ace. Yeah. Ace is. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Ace is wonderful. She's been working with us for about a year. Yeah, about a year. And yeah, she's fantastic. We love her. Um, what else do we have? We have, oh, we have um, what's called the Dirty Deep Throat Disco Damn. Pride Party on Friday, June 23rd. Um, so this is sort of like a dirty disco theme. We're going to be having a uh, Giving Great Head workshop by Coco La Creme. Oh I'm God. sure you know who Coco La Creme oh my God. is. Show do, show do. Yeah, she's amazing. And then we're going to be having uh, a fetish disco performance by Datura Katsura, who's oh a sort God. of a neo-burlesque vaudevillian performer, incredible performer. Love it. Music by Johnny B. Good. Love him. We love Johnny B. Good. <laughs> um, and the and the dress suggested dress is gold. So uh, for those of you who are wondering like what to wear, that's a themed night. That you can dress the theme. Yeah. yeah, and and just to note on that too, like a lot of our events, especially like the more the like um, I guess what you call not the, not the static events, but Events that happen on a Friday or Saturday that are sort of like one-offs that are themed, mm-hmm. there there is sometimes a suggested dress. You don't mm-hmm. have to dress in theme, but we, but it, it's fun. You know, people, it's a conversation piece. So that particular event is gold. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Pride events are like rainbow colors, right, mm-hmm. bright colors, fun accessories, sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's going to be exciting. 
Saturday, June 24th. Oh, one thing I have to uh, mention too is mm-hmm. that um, we're going to be having our liquor license extended from Thursday to Saturday. So Whoa. we're going to be serving alcohol until 4 a.m. The club will be open till 5 a.m. This is sort of an offering through Pride Toronto and it sort of extends to other bars in the city too. So you, you can apply, you can have your liquor license extended during those Pride days. Mm-hmm. Um, so Saturday is going to be our uh, Rainbow Bright party and it's also a uh, birthday party for Grace who's a, who's a staff member at Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, she's wonderful. She has done a lot with me as far as hosting events, organizing events. She's an aqua flirt. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be celebrating her birthday too. She loves Rainbow Bright. So we're doing so the X-rated adult version of that, Love of it. course. Last time I was at Oasis, there was the most, speaking of X-rated like cartoons and whatnot, there was the best um, Scooby-Doo parody Yeah, porn. I know it. I <laughs> have ever seen. That thing was so well done. I think we just sat and watched it top to tail. It was like so impressively well done and we're like where can we get our hands on it? I know yeah yeah. it is so good I don't know if I can tell you (laughs) I would I would just love like like okay you know the Scooby-Doo thing where it just has one static shot of the camera down a hallway yeah and they're running back and forth in and out of the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. In and out of the room. Oh my fucking god, they do that. It is so. If Oasis had rooms, that's probably what it would look like. Anyway, <laughs> 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 sorry to interrupt. Rainbow Bright. Yeah, Rainbow, so Rainbow Bright. Bright. And then on Thursday, we have, um, it's called All Together Splash Pool Party. So on Thursdays, and, and this is um, every, it's every Double Your Pleasure Thursday, which happens bi-weekly on the, on the website, mm-hmm. uh, couples can bring a, thir- a second woman for free. Ooh, girl. Just find three some Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be basically a big pride um, pool party. Um, we actually have um, Rainbow um, Pride tattoos that we've gotten branded with Oasis. So they say Proud and Flirty. Yes. So we're going to be giving some of those away. Love it. Um, and there's going to be, you know, candy giveaways and, and drink specials mm-hmm. and all of that really fun stuff. And then um, on top of everything else, I manage a team of promotional uh, promotional staff called the Oasis Aqua Flirts. Mm-hmm. And the Aqua Flirts are going to be around the city all week long from June 20, June 18th to or 19th to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to whatever, whatever, they're going to whatever. Gonna be talking to people about Oasis. They're going to be handing out 50% off coupons to those who are, you oh know, my. new to the club, haven't visited before. We're going to be handing out like fun, colorful tattoos. And so, you know, you'll probably see the Oasis aqua flirts in full, you know, full regalia. Yeah. I was trying to think of the word. But yeah, I was like, yeah, we wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> flirty, flirty clothes. Yes. Love it. Oh my God. Fatima, we are at time. Oh, so we sad. did it. <laughs> but we're going to have you back. Amazing. I can't we're wait. We're going to have you back every couple of months. Fantastic. Talk about more fantastic events at Oasis. We're going to uh, answer more questions from people. We're going to talk about the facility, facility more, all the amazing things Oasis has. Fantastic. I love thank, being on the show. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming and speaking with me today. Everybody, this is Fatima Meshtab. <laughs> and I'm Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Podcast. Check back often, everyone, because we release a new episode every single Friday. If you want to see Bed Posts live, the Roddy Stage Show runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8. For more information on everything Bed Posts, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica, on Instagram at The Bedpost Sex Show, or at our new website, bedpost.ca. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.